0: Welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthier choices when you're away from home. I am your host, TJ Houston, and today I want to have a chat about fast food restaurants. And when you're out on the road a lot, there's you're going to get to the point where you know you didn't pack something or time doesn't allow you and you have to give in. You're, you're going to have to go to a fast food restaurant of some sort or you know whether that's a deli, whether that's a McDonald's, whatever that is. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about that today. And also, this is a little bit of an update uh, episode on kind of where things are with the podcast. So before we get into all that, I want to share where I'm at with my weight loss for 2019. At the beginning of the year, we started out at 192. That was 192 pounds is what I weigh. And I guess I've never said this before, but I'm 5'6". So just to give a little bit of context to that, my ideal weight, according to the charts, is I think 148 depending on the charts that you look at. So I just realized today that I never really gave what that context was as far as my weight. Uh, So I was 192 at the beginning of the year. And as of this week, I've been down to about 163. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll note that that's up about four, I'd say about four pounds from my lowest weight. And I attribute that to a couple things. Number one, I'm trying to figure out this whole calorie thing. And doing that while marathon training has been extremely difficult because it's very much a feast or famine. And what I mean by that is, when I do my long runs, I I don't know if it's a mental thing that I I want to indulge a little bit more. I don't know that it's because I run and my cheat days are on the same day. I don't really know what it is, um, but I try to consume at least break even for what I burn on my runs. So, let's say I burn 2000 calories. Well, that day I try to add those calories back in and it's really like I don't really eat a lot. So, on an average I was eating like 1200 calories and I wasn't like I wasn't hungry. So, when I'm trying to now add the run into that and trying to keep my, you know, my body, the metabolic metabolic rate up. I'm really struggling with the calories. So right now I'm just trying to figure out kind of what I can get away with and where I can kind of stabilize my weight before I go into weight loss mode again. Because my ideal weight, I'd say it's about 155. Between 150 and 155 is where I'd like my ideal weight to be. So I do still have some you know, still some weight loss to go, but right now I'm just trying to develop a, just kind of a base. Like just kind of next couple of weeks, just kind of stick to it, and then you know do a little bit of weight loss before we go to Europe, because I know I am not going to uh, necessarily stick to my healthier lifestyle choices while I'm on vacation in Europe for three weeks. So speaking of three weeks, it's been about that long since you heard my wonderful voice. So if you're listening along, thanks for sticking with me. Um, The last three weeks have been interesting, to say the least. Um, Number one, I'm taking 19 credit hours this summer. So school comes first. And I've talked about this on previous episodes, that I have to put my mask on before I help others. So when I look at my kind of happiness, if you will. You know, there's this personal connection, you know, that I have with family, and friends, and that was Memorial Day weekend. So that was the first episode that I missed. It was because I was spending time with family. That was also the first weekend that all my assignments are due. So I had, to, like, we went to Peak, and Peak in Pennsylvania, and it was, like, meant to be just, like, an unplugged weekend with my family over Memorial Day. And I probably did, like, eight hours of, eight, probably 10 hours of homework on that weekend because traveling and... Um, I also took my nephew out for his birthday. I mean, there's a lot of personal things that were going on that I kind of delayed my homework until that last minute when it was due. So that kind of pushed me back. And then there was also, my editor had, um, some family kind of family emergency, if you will. And he's, I don't know if you know, I don't think I've ever talked about Ryan on the show, but he is down South, uh, where actually the tornadoes hit and, you know, had some you know, tragedy strikes. So, you know, our thoughts or my thoughts, my wife's thoughts are definitely with him and his family and his um, girlfriend's family as they, you know, work their way through those tragedies. Um, but so that kind of pushed that off. And then the next week I was in Seattle for a show and actually forgot to take the uh, microphone with me. So that made it kind of difficult to record an episode. Um on top of that, timing-wise, you know, doing shows and waiting till Sunday to record the podcast, again having that homework due, um, homework's going to come first. I mean, it's absolutely super important that I finish my degree and doing this much, I, I took on, I kind of bit off a little more than I can chew, taking this many classes, but I'm figuring it out. So, what's going to happen now with the podcast? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to switch to every two weeks. Um, I feel like the content that I have out right now, the first 19 episodes are chock full of kind of the how to portion of how I got to this weight loss point and where I'm at right now. So going on from here, you know, it's that kind of two-week, you know, picking, cherry-picking those subjects or interviews and updates for marathon training, things like that uh, from here on out. So now I'm kind of in that maintenance mode of my weight loss. So I'm going to still share tips and tricks and things that I find and um, different ways, you know, to stay healthy on the road, Uh, but I want to get more kind of different opinions on weight loss. So you've noticed on the show I had, you know, Ryan on and we talked about calories and I had, um, you know, trainer Jeff, who's going to make another appearance and he's going to talk about specific, you know, hotel workouts, things like that. So I'm going to add a little bit more variety into the show. But these first 19 episodes were very much based on the how to. So now with the 20th episode, we're kind of switching gears. We're going to talk a little bit about fast food today. But I did want to give an update on kind of where things are with the podcast. And I cannot thank you enough for those are listening right now who have, you stayed subscribed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. So what what were some of the accomplishments? I mean, TJ, you've been gone now for three weeks. You had to get some accomplishments, right? Well, yes, 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 I have. So I ran 15 miles and then the next week did 16 miles. So while I was in Seattle this week, ran my furthest distance ever and a 1030 pace, and that's 16 miles. So I actually think that was a little closer to like a 10.15 because I was running in downtown Seattle. So I had to like kind of pause and like keep the feet moving at the uh, crosswalks. So I think it was actually a little bit uh, faster than the 10.30, which is my goal pace is between 10 and 10.30 for the marathon. And another thing happened while I was on my run. At mile 10, I actually tripped and fell and like totally went all the way down, scraped up my hands, had rocks inside of my hands, but I didn't give up. I'm like, I'm 10 miles in, like I'm finishing this. So that adrenaline pump kind of helped me push all the way through till the end of that run. And I was able to finish 16 miles, very, very strong. And I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to the uh, Hilton in Seattle. So again, I know this is a little bit long. We'll get to the fast food here in a second, but I really had to talk about um, my experience at the Hilton in uh, downtown Seattle. Last minute, I switched my last night to this hotel because I wanted to um, stay a little closer to downtown. And I I really I wanted to run downtown or up by the uh, Pikes Market. So last minute, like I said, I switched it up and I went to the Hilton downtown. There was a gentleman there. His name's Dustin Hinkle. He's the assistant general manager. And as I was leaving for my run, I asked the concierge, I said, where's a good place to run? He's like, well, I don't, you know, here's a five mile run. I'm like, well, I'm trying to get 16 miles in. And if you're a runner, you'll you'll appreciate the fact that it's really hard to get long distances in when you are away from home. You don't have your trails. You don't have your roads that you normally run on. You know, I use Map My Run to try to figure it out, but you really don't know what to expect. So that's when he introduced me to Dustin. And uh, Dustin actually shared a route with me that he personally ran. And it was an amazing run. I got to see a lot of cool stuff around the Seattle area. I went up north, went ran around a couple lakes. I got a couple of really good views of the city. Overall, it was an amazing run. So hey, Props for recommending that. And being able to talk to another runner, that was great. And he was able to find me an awesome route. So thank you for that. But it doesn't stop there. So when I get back to the hotel, I uh, I was thinking on my way back. Like I had some Gatorade because in my previous runs, like my legs were really tense. And, you know, I need to work on my post-run kind of stretch kind of stuff. So I knew that I really needed to get some Gatorade. And I was hoping, praying they still had some leftover bananas from breakfast because... I ran and I didn't have time for breakfast. And when I get back, it was when I got back, it was probably like almost eleven o'clock. Well, as I was coming up the elevator from the ground floor, he actually was right there on the elevator, and he's like, "Oh, I was hoping I would run into you." And he handed me a bag with two Gatorades and a banana. To ref, he said, "You're gonna need this to refuel and recharge." So, major props for that. Like, thank you so much, Dustin, for doing that. Because at that point, I really needed it. I had fallen. I had scraped myself up. I just got down with 16 miles. My legs were starting to cramp. I really, really needed that. And because I missed breakfast, he actually gave me a $40 lunch credit to use, which is totally amazing. I got to have some chicken tacos and... Kind of again recharge and refuel, and that just meant the world to me. So thank you so much, Dustin, and the Hilton properties for you know doing that, and it, it meant the world to me. So can't say enough great things about the Hilton in Seattle. Great rooms, great location. They're doing some remodel right now, and the renov- even after you know now before the renovations, it was great. So I can't wait to see it after all the renovations are done another update and again i'm sorry there's my guy it's been three weeks guys lots of updates here i'm actually into new clothes i went new clothes shopping and i'm down to size extra small from large all of my clothes were large and my pant size was like 34 to 36 and this is really the first time i've really bought clothes since um really dropping weight so i'm down to an extra small and I'm down to a size 28 waist. So these are those kind of no, non-scale victories that just have me super excited and pumped for my new lifestyle. Being able to get down to a 28 waist, I don't know, I don't think I've ever purchased that size of jeans before. I went like right from husky to men's as a kid. So like, I don't remember ever having 28. So that was a big, big, big accomplishment for me. I'm also doing 100% calories right now. And I'm using the iTrack Bites, which I talked about before. And I'm still trying to kind of figure out my caloric intake. Um, I'm still a Weight Watcher subscriber. I still use the kind of point settings in iTrack Bites that will keep track of those points. Um, But I'm a little bit more focused on calories and kind of, you know, using that to figure out my nutrition. And then finally iHeartRadio. We are now in iHeartRadio. I found that out a little bit earlier today. Uh, so if you're an iHeart if you're an iHeartRadio user, you use the app uh, or you listen to it, you know, on your Amazon speaker, your Google Now speaker, whatever it is. We are now on iHeart iHeartRadio, so I'm super pumped about that. So as far as reading, I finally finished reading Atomic Habits. Guys, go out, do yourself a favor, buy that book right now. Whether you listen to it or read it, you will absolutely, absolutely enjoy it. So let's get into our topic today. Now that we're like 12 minutes in, what are we talking about today? We are talking about fast food. So I'm going to talk about kind of some tactics going into fast food and eating at a fast food restaurant, and then three of my favorites, kind of my go-to with their, you know, the go-to food that I choose when I go there. So let's start off with just a couple tips. Number one is, and I feel like it goes without saying, but you have to track everything throughout the day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, anytime something goes into your mouth, you have to create that habit of tracking that nutrition. You have to know exactly what's going in. I know that there's some people that are around me that they stop tracking and they stop seeing results. So if you want results, you absolutely have to track everything. So that's number one. Number two is figure out what you want before you get into line. There's been several times that I've been with people who are also you know doing Weight Watchers or watching calories and you know they kind of stare at that menu and it's just it's a lot to take in those menus are huge when you're standing there and then there's a line and you feel rushed and then you just order something that doesn't end up being you know the healthiest option so before you go go and pre-track things if you you know pre-track three or four items that you don't know what you want to get and then make the decision from that once you actually get there so before you get into line know exactly what it is what you want know that nutritional value before you order third would be always order water there's no, you know, you can't have too much water, but I don't feel like a lot of people get enough water. And that was a huge part of my weight loss was tracking my water intake for the day and using the hydrate spark app to remind me to take that wa- drink that water, but make sure you order water with your fast food because there's tends to be a little bit more sodium in fast food. So you want to make sure that you're balancing that out with a lot of water. And the last thing, it's okay to be weird. And what I mean by that is that I have I have unapologetically ordered just a plain chicken breast several times. Wendy's, um, McDonald's, any I'll just order a chicken breast. You mean like without a bun? Yeah. You don't want it in a wrap? No. I just want the chicken breast because that's going to be the healthiest thing that I found at least. On the menu. And you can order that as a side, too. Like if they have a salad, just order the salad and a side of a chicken breast, and you could put it on your salad. But don't, who cares what they think? I'm to that point where I, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna talk to you for all 30 seconds and I'm gonna move on with my life, so I don't really care if you judge me or think that I'm weird when I order just a plain grilled chicken breast. And a lot of places will do that for you. I've never been told no when I order just a plain grilled chicken breast. So if nothing else, it's a safe bet to go with the grilled chicken breast or any, anything else. If there's something else that you like on the menu, but it, you don't want it a certain way, don't be afraid to ask. So what are my top three kind of fast food to-go's? The first and foremost, if I can get to a Chick-fil-A, I am a happy, happy man. A couple items that I kind of go for on the Chick-fil-A menu are the grilled chicken nuggets because those are zero uh, smart points. And then you can even get away with a little bit of sauce. You know, obviously you use sparing, um, but zero smart points for the grilled chicken nuggets. They're easy to eat while you're on the road. Or I always travel with wraps. So sometimes I'll reach into my bag and grab like a... um, like a soft taco size um, wrap and I'll just dump the chicken in there and then I'll roll it up and eat it as a wrap because I'm now controlling the wrap portion. I don't know what their wraps are. I don't know, you know, any restaurant. So if I can just get the raw goods of just the grilled chicken, I'll take that and put it into my, you know, one point wrap, if you will, to make sure that I'm eating healthy and I'm able to track that nutrition number two would be a salad the salad's always a safe bet and if i've i'm actually gotten to the point now where i can eat just plain salad i know a lot of people can't but i've finally gotten to that point where i can just eat lettuce and go on with my day again sounds weird but i do and i'll also order um salsa that's like my new thing for salads is just get a little bit of salsa on there because it just adds a little bit of flavor and you know a little bit more tomatoes it just for me it tastes good um Give it a try if it's something that um, you think you might be into. Or uh, one of the things that I did early on with um, dressing is get it on the side and then dip your fork first and then dip it in your lettuce. To me, I feel like you get a lot more of the flavor and you use a lot less of the dressing. And then finally, their char-grilled chicken sandwich rings in at about six smart points. So really not horrible for a sandwich, especially a fast food sandwich, to be at six points. So those are kind of my three go-tos. The grilled chicken nuggets, a salad, or their char-grilled chicken sandwich. Moving on, Taco Bell. Absolutely love Taco Bell. My wife and I are huge fans. I swear we could probably eat it every day. Although with all the stuff that's other additives, I don't know that that's going to be the healthiest option. But three of my kind of go-tos for Taco Bell when I'm there are the Fresco Soft Taco with Chicken that comes in at about four smart points. The Bean Burrito comes in at eight uh, the smart points and the bean burrito is probably one of my favorites. And I didn't order it until I was on Weight Watchers. I remember like it was the first week that my wife and I were on Weight Watchers and we were like, okay, we have like 10 points left for the day. And it's like seven o'clock at night coming home from where we at her college or her university. And um, I was like, let's go see what we can find at Taco Bell. And sure enough, we found the bean burrito for eight and it's a very filling burrito And it's only eight smart points. So that's probably my favorite kind of go-to because it is very, very filling. And then finally, just a regular soft taco. Uh, You can get those for six smart points for beef and then four for chicken. So if you don't have the, you know, if you don't B-Y-O-S, bring your own shells or bring your own wraps, uh, you can go with theirs for six for beef or four for chicken. So those are kind of my uh, go-tos for Taco Bell. And then finally, uh, as far as like the third one, I picked McDonald's just because there's McDonald's in a lot of places. Um, given the choice between McDonald's and Wendy's, I would probably choose Wendy's. Um, but I figured there's McDonald's is a little more. There's more of them you know, throughout uh, the US. So I went through and found a couple things. When I go there, I just get the salad usually. Um, the plain you know no dressing salad as kind of my healthy alternative but i did do some research for you guys and um, found that their um, artesian chicken sandwich um, is actually pretty low i want to say it weighed in at around seven uh, freestyle points which was pretty good for a chicken sandwich um, again i would i'll order that just without this the, without the bread i'll just get the chicken breast and throw that on the salad if i'm really really hungry um, but again that's a the artesian chicken sandwich is not that high and it's actually pretty good salad no dressing that's my go-to the three-piece chicken tenders i was actually kind of surprised by this they come in at nine freestyle points and i looked it up in a couple different places and then they vary from like eight to ten freestyle points so i thought three points for chicken or a three-piece chicken tender dinner for that lowest smart points was actually pretty good and then another surprising one was the kitty ice cream cone. It rings in at two freestyle points. So I would probably rate. I would probably put it in at like four or five, just to be safe personally. Um, but according to the data, two smart points for that, and they are very small. I mean, it's not even like an inch of ice cream on there. But if you do crave that kind of sweet treat, that would be an option to look at as well. And all of the nutrition facts are available for all of these restaurants on their website. So you can go in and figure out like the actual points and calories and things like this. This is just meant to be a guide to kind of give you guys some ideas. And as a bonus, I will talk about Wendy's a little bit. I love the Wendy's um, chili. That's probably my go-to. Um, and I'll put the smart SmartPoint val- values in for um, these. I didn't pre-research this because I was only gonna do three, but with Wendy's, the chili is a good go-to. It's very filling, it's low in points. And then I'll also order, again, just the plain chicken breast from, um, grilled chicken breast from Wendy's um, because, again, on Weight Watchers, it's a very good source of protein, low in calories, and they, they can't really... I don't want to say. I mean, this sounds bad, but they can't really mess that up. In that, there's not going to be additional, you know, butter stuff like that. It's going to be just a plain chicken breast, so you're not going to have any um, points sneaking in on you there. So, those are some of my go-tos. Um, the apps like Weight Watchers, as well as the iTrack Bites, they have a really good area for restaurants. So, another tip would be to look in the actual app. And in the Weight Watchers app, you can actually go to the restaurant section and then pull it up by points. So let's say you have 10 points left for the day. You can go in there and type in like five points and you can see what you can get. And then even all the way up to 10 points, if you wanted to use all 10 points on a sandwich or you wanted to see how much, you know, fries and uh, chicken breasts would be, you can absolutely go in there and do that. And the apps do a great job of giving you by points or by restaurant. So definitely check that out. And iTrack Bites does the same thing where they'll have where you can search by the restaurant and kind of get their nutrition facts. So a couple, just remind you guys, just some action items going forward for this week is you have to track everything to keep it real. Develop that habit where every time you put something in your mouth, you're tracking that information. Also, vegetables are your friend. Anytime you can get vegetables to kind of offset those points, vegetables are going to absolutely help you. And then please drink as much water as you can Um, especially with fast food a lot of sodium a lot of fillers stuff like that so you definitely want to consume water just to kind of keep your body going and flush out all that stuff so hopefully this helped you if you have any questions for me please leave them in the comments below and thank you so so much for sticking with me again i apologize for being under the weather Uh, this is actually the first year i think ever that i've had allergies so um, if my voice sounds different or you hear me you know, some awkward pauses in there as I, like, um, keep my uh, allergies at bay. I apologize for that. Next time, I'll make sure I take my uh, medicine before the show so I'm not all congested so thank you guys so much if you have any questions for me leave them in the comments below or you can always email me tj at tj houston um, gonna be after this podcast i'm gonna start scheduling some posts so i'm gonna get reactive on social media and remember this is now going to switch to a two week every two week podcast um, so if you have anything any ideas or things that you want to know a little bit more about please send them my way i'm always here to help you guys that's the whole purpose of this podcast Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have an awesome week. This has been episode 20 of the Fit for the Road podcast, recorded on June 11th, 2019, and published June 12th, 2019. For show notes, visit fitfortheroad.co. Also, special thanks to Ryan of Painless Audio for the production of today's episode.